Okay, so I know off mic we were talking about new journeys that we've all been taking this year. Specifically, Chris, you're on a fruit journey, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm on a fruit journey. I don't eat fruit. Uh, not on. Not that I purposely. Your fruit hate journey fruit. is to avoid fruit. No, it's the opposite of fruit. I'm going on a fruit journey. I'm eating fruit every day. Oh, you currently I, don't eat enough fruit, so you're. I'm trying. usually bad at fruit. I usually like bad buy like I'll buy a mango at the grocery store because I like mango. And, and then, like, seven weeks later, I'll remember that I bought a mango. Yeah. Which, at what that happens point, is a mango anymore. Yeah, <laughs> what happens to me is I, like, mango. I'll, like, start to cut a fruit, and I'll eat part of a fruit. And then six weeks later, I'm like, oh, shit, the fruit. You know? Like, pomegranate, specifically, hap- that happens to me a lot, is I'll eat, like, half of the pomegranate pips and then leave half of it just in there. Pineapple, this happens a lot, too. So I'm starting easy with apples and bananas. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to share with you guys the journey that I'm going on this okay. year. It's a banjo journey. Do you have a delay pedal on or is that someone else <laughs> echoing? That's actually so. That's actually the style. It's a claw hammer. It's claw hammer, which is oh, you have a claw hammer. Okay, I got. Well, you. I mean, I I don't You're have doing a claw, claw hammer. hammer. Whatever it is, playing yeah. a claw hammer. So it's and that's just hit, strike, pull, strike, strike, pull. So it's like that's the that's the that's the pattern that I know. Of course, I gotcha. I, I, I have also attempted finger picking. I am not great at either one of these yet. But I to be fair, I obtained this banjo less than a month ago. It's okay. No one's good at any instrument. That's the secret. That is the secret. I'm backing away for this one because it's much louder. It's like... Oh, 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 geez. Oh, geez, finger picks. So this is, this is my journey that we're taking together. Me and my banjo... Victor Honey Process. Oh, no, that, that's it's, that's not his name yet. That's not. I don't have a name for this banjo yet. By the end of the year, you could play a cool banjo song, and I'll eat fruit next to you. That's that's a great idea, Gabe. Are you going on any journeys this year? Well, uh, shit. I mean, now I might have to start one because I don't want to be. Well, I'm in school again. That's a journey. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Uh, the journey that I'm going on. Is this a journey that I'm beginning, or are you, have you guys been doing these things for the past several months, you're saying? Uh, well, you just months. got the banjo, so you I have just to got the banjo started. at the end and of I last year. And I only started year. eating fruit this month, so... <laughs> so it's a new um, journey. Go on a journey with us, Gabe. Okay. Uh, my journey for this year is... Th- nope. I got nothing. Nope. You know... You could join. I'm me gonna on have my, to workshop it. it it's gonna have to me, be worth uh, it because I have to commit to it. You yeah. can join me on my other journey. What's your other journey? My other journey is committing to remind myself every day that President Joe Biden is a punk bitch. Okay. Uh, that's a pretty decent journey, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, at many points in time, he will simply remind me. Um, to be honest, but I I think it is important to keep sight of those things. Uh, inaugurated as the first president that ever owes us two thousand dollars. 
Yeah. <laughs> personally. Uh, personally, well, 2000. I don't know. I feel like there's a <laughs> semantic argument for many presidents owing many of us $2,000. And that like, is certainly one of the facts. This is them's the facts. <laughs> that was a oh, bad yeah. transition. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a good transition. This is them's the facts. A show about fun facts and lying to your friends. Embrace it. Embrace it. The transition's fun. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Ugh. How how are we doing, boys? Do we just want to get into it? What what do you think will be Joe Biden's first gaffe as president? It already happened. Did it? Um, Which like, one? I'm not kidding. It it already happened. Um, what did I earlier? Miss? Somebody said uh, some some press person pointed out that his target of 100 million vaccines in 100 days is only marginally over the current pace. I don't know and if that's no, said, no, that's not a gaffe. I, like, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. His response was. Don't play games with me, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's, good. that's that's classic Grandpa Joe shit, right? That's that really good. is like classic Biden stuff. Someone was like, if, "Do push-ups with me right now." That's yeah. Someone was like, "If we continue on our current pace, <laughs> then in then in a hundred days we'll be at like eighty-five million. So a hundred million in that time span is only saying like, like let's kind of marginally try harder." And he just come on, don't don't dude with me, man. You know, in his way, he was he was himself. I can't. I I couldn't muster like a good, you know, Biden line where he's like, you know, don't uh, you know, uh, don't break my, friend my balls, Jack. Obama. He used to, but back when I was vice president, man, come on, <laughs> corn dude. Like he just. He, he has, like, a 50-word vocabulary. Let, let me show you how we do this in Scranton, motherfucker. Yeah, whoa. I don't, I don't know about that. pulls out, uh, I don't know what's Scranton known for, steel. He pulls out a steel beam. He pulls out his season one. four DVD of The Office. Yes. Starts smacking <laughs> yeah. in the face with it. Was season four even a good season? I don't even know. Uh, It was the it season. It was early enough. It was the wedding it season. Was it was the wedding good. season, so I think it was good. Yeah. Which wedding season? Because season three, Jim proposed, I'm Wait, or was it season four? Wait, that feels way this? early. You're in the right time. You know, span. I think I know. season season three they start they're together. Season four, I think season yeah, four was a good season. Wedding episode. I'm looking it up too. Yeah, Jim I, and I Pam. Wow, you're not the even, wedding is in you're season four. I don't know. I know. They, they got married in season six. Please try again. Jesus wow. Christ, I was way off. Hey, wait, it's a good thing okay. you're not trying to date online because you know nothing about The Office. Listen, I'm married. <laughs> I legally lost all knowledge of the office when I said my wedding vows. Yeah, that's how it works, actually. Yeah, e- exactly. It's it's weird. Just you had all these specific, you know, memories of uh, 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 Kevin spilling the chili, and I wish I, I could. Uh, honestly, I wish I could wipe Kevin spilling the chili from my mind. All I'm saying can, is, if you take your that, wedding. I always think about is just like wasn't that pot like bigger than any pot? Like where did I they get I, a pot? I think I have big? a pot that big. Actually. No, you could get a pot that big. You can easy. get a pot that big really easy. Yeah, Honestly, because you should make chili in it because that's so much. I what like I want to do is, is make low country boil in that. Any Ooh. those exactly? I think those types of foods where all you do is like throw a list of things in and leave it. I do feel mm-hmm. like for such a such a pot would be appropriate who's first today i was gonna say two things one is the first thing that came to my head for what i want to put in that pot is i want to make that much grits jesus (laughs) christ 
And then I want to make that much shrimp to go with those grits. Oh, oh, okay. Now, are you you implying a one-to-one shrimp-to-grits volume ratio? Honestly, shrimp in Low Country Boil seems like like a real... Or or rather, Low Country Boil and grits seems like a good combo. By volume, it should be three-to-one grits to shrimp. Okay. Mm. That feels like closer to reasonable. I think that... um, I think that you should do with grits, like, you know how people are like, what if you fill the swimming pool with jello? And I've done that. Text. What? With jello or that. with grits? With jello, I've done that. What Chris, happened? What dark purpose did you have for that? It was like, it had to be like a kiddie pool, right? To be like achievable. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a gigantic pool. It was not a kiddie pool. It was one of those uh those uh, metal what? metal whatevers, whatever the correct name is for it. The above one ground the metal above pools. Above ground ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we Pretty did it. Why the an- the question was why the answer was uh well we were fifteen and there were twenty of us so how much Jello did you like? That's a good question. I think it took four hundred packets, if Jesus I'm remembering Christ. correctly. And it was, I mean, it was about as interesting as you would expect it to be. It was a really <laughs> I didn't know you did this. It was a really fun novelty, and then like a minute into it, you realized like. Meh. That's the issue. How did like you got to scoop this all out now? Mm. You can't eat that much jello. You know, you not. just got to water it way down and then tip the pool back over. Uh, and then have jello grass and grow jello <laughs> yeah, trees then you, in your yeah, backyard. Th- that was the best part was the jello trees we got afterwards. Yeah, with the all those packets of jello hanging off their branches. <laughs> the only other thing I was going to say is going off of what John said about how when he got married, he lost all knowledge of the office. I think it's important to say that if you, listening to this at home right now, are married and you remember the office, I'm just saying, maybe you should be worried. I'm just saying. Oh, no. Just saying. Oh, no. Yeah, not about your marriage, about your memory in reverse. It's too good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, Don't the worry FBI about your marriage. Is gonna, I'm sure your marriage You're going to get perfect. a text from them from 1-800-FBI, and they're <laughs> going to say, come to the FBI headquarters. We need to study your brain. <laughs> The FBI you know has a giant it file. It's called because Office of your big brain. brain that retains so much information. So you come to us. This is our only priority now. Bumble is actually just a huge FBI psyop to find the people who it's actually remember pot. the office. Oh, that's oh, the joke. No. Oh. God. All right. All right. Whose uh, turn is it? Uh, you're you're first. Actually, I'm pretty sure. I'll double check. Yeah, you're first. All right. This one's easy. Let's do it. Certain animals from Australia glow under a black light, including wombats and platypi. Glow? But why? Under why? black light. Are they just like covered in things that glow in, under a black light? <sighs> yeah, what makes things glow under black lights to start with? Living like- and this has happened on at least with wombats, they've been able to make this happen on living and dead specimens. Huh. I mean, okay, I feel like I would glow under a black light after certain circumstances. Okay, let me put it this way: they they glow like phosphorescent colors, like oh. yeah. So, like, so, so I we're talking like your oranges, to... your yellows. They look like glow sticks when you put a black light on them. Ooh, fun! I think it's important to establish that human beings do produce a biological substance that glows under black light. So it's clearly not out of the realm of oh, two, 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 two of them actually. Because I didn't even mean blood, but blood does too, I think. Your blood does. But I didn't mean that. I meant the other one. You meant the other one. But, but I think that easily biological processes can clearly produce, seriously, can clearly produce 
things that glow under black light. You know, biophosphorescence is a normal thing. But what that's, I'm when is, it, that's when you give off your own light, right? Is that, isn't that what bio... I or is that bioluminescence? Or bioluminescence. Uh, that's a different thing. I'm not looking up either because I feel like that's unfair. But like, I, yeah, bioluminescence. I, mean, I might I might be using wrong words here. There are some scientists listening that might just yell at me. But what I'm saying is specifically it's under a black light. Mm. And there is no... We, we haven't figured out like a purpose for this at all yet. But it's true. It's so that we, we can find them if there's a very hard to see crime yeah it's because detectives always need to know where Where wombats are are, yeah because um it's it's like a it's like an area of effect thing where if there's three wombats standing in a triangle then in the middle of that in that triangle inside of it uh, all detectives have minus uh 20 hp percent The the, so, the the infamous wombat debuff. Yeah, it's the. There's yeah. an argument to be made that at any given point in Australia, you're standing inside a triangle of three wombats. Oh yeah, I'm not saying there's a so, there's a maximum to the size. What However, it, it's in alternating. Like if you were to form a triangular mesh with all the wombats, it's alternating triangles. Like no two adjacent triangles. Both have it. It's going back. I don't know if that's geometrically possible, and it might depend on where the wombats are. But don't don't at me about that. So like, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably three wombats in the U.S. at zoos that make a triangle around me. So nowhere is safe. Oh shit. Well, well depends that, on the no, angle. No, that's definitely depends true. Which zoos. Wombats in All right. zoos. There's there's no wombat in the Atlanta Zoo. Which zoos have have wombats? wombats. Yeah, good question. Columbus. Oh, I feel like this is dangerous territory if one of them Okay, there's the one fact, in San so Diego. I'm, I'm only going to look at right. pictures of wombats. I'm going to pull think. up Google Maps. Yo, what? It's like a weird in-between of a... I don't even know what it looks like an in-between of. It's like a cat-sized, like... It's like a furry creature out of, like, a fictional thing. It looks kind of like, like a... looks kind of like a woodchuck, kind of like a groundhog, kind of like a koala. Yeah, it's like all of the like woodland creature. It's like unused woodland creature asset from Earth. It's oh my god! Oh, oh this guy's way bigger than these pictures. Never mind. You can AR a wombat on your on a Google phone. Yeah, you can. You can AR any animal now. I found out recently. That's I did not realize the scale of these. The a wombat is like um, if you were to pick it up and hug it, it's like it's like the size of a larger dog. Like a lab or something kind of dog. I'm trying to find lab. Is it? Because it's like 25 pounds. Oh no, 44 to 77. Oh, big boys. I yeah, I don't know exactly, but the 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 pictures of these people holding wombats look make them look the size of like my parents' dog, which is like a lab mix that is slightly smaller than the lab. I wish there was a national database that says which zoos have which animals. Have which animals? So that you can find out where to go for a pangolin. Uh, no, just because it'd be. He knows this is already. one of the, where I want to find out if there's a triangle of wombats surrounding me in the U.S. <laughs> this would be very useful. <laughs> what, so far, I've got San Diego, wombat, LA, yeah, and Columbus. Yeah, we have to figure out the wombat geometry of like our area, so we can figure out. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. You're not a detective, so you're not affected by the. Although I don't know, you're you're kind of the dino detective. Mm. Yeah, man, this is so hard to find. How do you, you do know the pangolin thing, right? Already? Why not just search closest are? wombat to me? 
<laughs> okay, I'll search Where's that exact string. The nearest wombat, wombat currently to me, and it's gonna say Google would like to know your location. I got. Uh, Did you mean closest Walmart to me? I actually, yeah, that's what I got too. <laughs> I got the there. I searched where's the nearest wombat currently, and the two first Google suggestions are Zoo Atlanta, and then uh, in terms of like Google Maps little window, and then a university campus that just says their website mentions wombats. I this is a good question. What do you get on Google Maps if you just search a random animal name? I'm gonna search pangolin, my favorite animal. What do I? Oh, get? that's interesting. What? Where does it take me? Okay. Um, it took okay, so there's the there's the pangolin conservation. Random animal name. Um Okay, hmm. this is very strange. There's a pangolin there's a thing called pangolin convert conservation on Google Maps that when you select it is just a giant border around the US and also Canada. <laughs> and that means nothing. <laughs> We're, pangol- we're a pangolin <laughs> conservation zone, I guess. I guess. It might actually mean that there's laws against harming pangolins in the U.S. That, and Canada. That's possibly true. I, I feel like there would be, like, honestly. I don't know if there there's an incentive to harm them, like if people poach them for their round shape. but. And then you get P- Scanner Max, a division of pangolin laser systems. Mm. Scanner Max. And then you Scanner finally Max. get the National Zoological Park in Washington. And then the Brookfield Zoo, which I believe is one of the zoos that does actually have a pangolin. Sometimes when I hear the word zoo or like zoological, just like what a weird word. Like zoo. It's just a, I don't know. I'm going to search. I hear the word zootopia and I get mad about how it robbed Moana. I'm going to search porcupine. Uh, I didn't, man, I I did not. I have only seen half of zootopia, but I've seen all of Moana. And that sounds like it, it tracks. I also think anthropomorphic. Uh, animals is always sort of a dangerous ground to tread. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know there's a especially when the plot of the movie is just kind of that they exist, like or not the plot, but the setting. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know there's a thing called the Porcupine Mountain Range on the Great Lakes? Oh. Anyway, I'm gonna stop searching Google for random things. Yeah, I am thinking about this bio. Phosphorescence thing. It's interesting because you're like, well, they haven't figured out why. Would it help in the but at like, night? Like, if the sun is reflecting off the moon, would that mean they glow slightly at night? Because of a like residual UV. Yeah. I I have to assume it would be hard to see because like if you compare the amount of UV, like think about it this but way. But do their eyes the amount see of UV better? that's ambiently around? Like, you can like if you wear sunscreen, you can be outside virtually indefinitely. Like, think about if you put your hand under the black light. For like, like just 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 sunned yourself under it. Okay, it's biofluorescent. Maybe I don't know. It's unclear. So I I hope this wasn't cheating. I looked at wombat eyesight. Is it good? And it says that wombats have terrible eyesight. So I'm wondering if there's a lo- a little bit. Can they see it well? Can they see the outline or something like that? I don't know. Uh, it could also like. Also, aren't wombats hmm. like most things not like in that area nocturnal? Hmm. That's where my mind wants I'm, to go. I'm gonna say, I the, my my angle here is more that it seems possible for things to re, like glow under blacklight by accident, because sure. like the two human fluids that I mentioned again, there's like clearly no purpose to those things. Like I was even kidding about 
how it's useful for like detecting. Yeah, blood's right? useless. But, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh yeah, blood's useless. Don't need it. Um, when you have to donate blood, that's actually um, they're just taking a blood census, which is well, no, that's how know, they put the chip in like. you. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the way they put, <laughs> yeah. That's how they put the chip in you, is they take your blood out, and then they put it in your That's blood. That's why I don't See, donate blood. It's easier to put it in your blood when the blood's outside your body. That's why I don't donate blood. That's why, God, um, I, but but in all seriousness, I, I actually do, like, kind of believe this on the basis that incidental, like, response to blacklight just seems to happen, like. Every time I've glowed under a blacklight, it was by accident, so... I'm going to go... I'm trying to even... Actually, no, that's false. Count. That's actually false. How do you glow under a blacklight on purpose? Like, if you're going to an event where you know there's going to be one and you paint yourself No, there was that yeah. one time me and Derek and Alex played a show under blacklights. That was back when we always wore white. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. That was fun yeah, times. So that was the one time. It was on purpose. I'll say this is uh, true, I guess. I'm assuming it like it would give you something that is not like uh, how it looks great. So I'm imagining that if you were looking around, you would see like what what I think of as like infrared is what I'm imagining you would get. So that's why I'm gonna say true. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I'm imagining that's like how it looks. Like it's kind of faded. Oh, you're saying it looks blurry. like when you look at an infrared. Like I like infrared vision stuff. You're not talking about actual infrared light. The thing exactly opposite UV light. Yes, I'm saying okay, it probably cool, cool. looks yeah, similar yeah, to what I think of right. as the displays. The other reason I think I believe this is I went to a zoo one time, where I don't remember if it was because it was infrared or what, but they had. I was covered in blood and a pangolin yeah. chased me down. No, they had an exhibit where you could see things from Australia that were nocturnal and and the, the way you could see them is that they were kind of reddish. I don't remember what they were doing with the light to make that possible, but it was <laughs> like nighttime in the exhibit, but you could see the things that they were. I don't think it was a wombat, oh. but that also has pushed me in that direction. That just mm. sounds like a cool zoo exhibit. But it yeah, was in okay. Omaha. Coolest zoo ever. Which zoo? The Omaha Zoo. Omaha God. Zoo. <laughs> The Omaha Zoo is unironically, no joke, one of the best zoos, if not the best in the country. That's not a joke. Have you been to the Jacksonville Zoo? It's literally considered better by the ja than the Jacksonville Zoo by like every publication. It's not oh, like damn. me saying okay. it. It's it's like by publications considered the best zoo in America. It's not a, like I'm not just saying it because I liked it a lot. I'm saying I'm it reading about this, and and this is actually a real thing. In August 2014, TripAdvisor proclaimed Henry Dorley Zoo, which is the name of this one, the world's best zoo, leading San Diego Zoo and Loro Park, which is in Spain. It's not even in the U.S. Oh, yeah, the San Diego Zoo is insane, too. So I guess that's it's I Loro Park, really, zoo. based on the, yeah. And I guess I need to go to the Omaha Zoo now. This is true, by the way. This is true. Oh, it's true? Okay, nice. we did it. So I'm going to see if that's what they were doing at the Omaha Zoo. Well, oh. no, because they just found out that they can glow like in no like the first publication of this is like this year they just found out that platypi can gr can glow holy shit so why this are they not so testing every animal that's what the first thing i would do now well they are currently testing like a lot of the animals in uh australia right now glow the and, tigers like, apparently the tigers. It's some some marsupials do some don't like yo mm. this zoo actually does sound okay let i want to go to this place in this zoo, in the omaha zoo the Hubbard Gorilla Valley is a gorilla exhibit named after Dr. Theodore Hubbard. Um, 
and it's what it sounds like. And they have they have a Western Lowland gorilla, which I know for being for having the scientific name Gorilla Gorilla Gorilla. <laughs> and they just look eerily human. And I want to look one in the eyes and see if it recognizes that we are almost the same thing. Mm. I I will say I saw bonobos at the Jacksonville Zoo and it was very, very eerie. Because of how close to people they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is kind of weird. The facial ex- like like the facial expressions of, are very humanoid. It's it's mm-hmm. really strange because like you'll see videos of like a like an ape like with their little baby kid like you know caring for them and shit and you're like this looks like people. It is it is really eerie. This is what I always use to pitch the Omaha Zoo. Let me explain just the desert part of the zoo. <sighs> the world's largest indoor desert, the Desert I've heard Dome, this so many times. Is located under what is also the world's largest geodesic dome. I'm looking that at That already picture. is sick. It has three separate desert biomes inside of this dome. It's insane. The the basement of the dome is where they do the world's largest nocturnal animal exhibit. And that's what you're That's you where I at. saw this thing, yeah. Oh. Uh... But that's just Swift the desert Fox. part of it. That's just the desert part. Whoa! So y'all know y'all know the Roadrunner. This exhibit has a greater Roadrunner. Yeah, they do, and it looked cool. I saw him or her. I don't know which it was. This is kind of a cool looking bird. You're right. <laughs> greater Roadrunner. All right. Cool. Who's, who's up- turn is it? <laughs> who's up next? You are. I am. Okay. Cool. 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 Let me. Give me one second, and I will hit you with a fact, which is a startup that recaptures carbon, uh, CO2 in the atmosphere, and tries to like extract it and use it, uh, has partnered with a uh, carbonated water company to carbonate the water by sucking CO2 out of the air back into Dude, that the is carbonated sick, water. Dude, that's sick if that's true. That's so sick. And that, it's... it's yeah. To be to be clear, they they're in the like testing phase. Like they're one large seltzer water company has them doing it at one plant in mm. what country? Uh, mm. Is it Pelle- like Switzerland or Sweden? But now I'm. Is it Pelle Grosso? The, I don't think that's the name of a. Oh, you're going for Pellegrino. I see. Is it <laughs> no? Is it Lacou? Uh, yeah, it's Lacou. It's actually, um, that's them, and they suck CO2 out of the air and use it to take over countries <laughs> by shooting a big bullet of it at the president. Dude, if you, shot a, if you shot a can of LaCroix really fast, that would do some damage. It sure would. Oh, yeah, and there'd be, like, shrapnel, because it would explode on impact. So you can't even put those fuckers in the freezer for too long and they explode, I think. Is that true? I didn't know that. That is, that uh, is, well, I mean, soda any carbonated can. Oh, wait, that's probably good point. It's got so. water and carbon dioxide. I guess that would be a bad idea. Yeah. I, I have exploded a beer in the back of my car in summer by leaving it in there for too long before. Oh, damn. That's, it was nightmare. while I was driving. It was fucking terrifying. I, I would crash my car, like, due to panicking and doing a jerking motion of the steering wheel. Like, that is the scariest scenario. That's why people from the north shouldn't drive. But Yeah, that's actually true. That's why they call them either New York, depending on the state, either mass holes or New York drivers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 
Hmm. Do they ever get... Is it like... What if the carbon is kind of smelly? I don't think that's, that's how it works. Not how chemical <laughs> compounds work. Yeah. Okay. Well. But but, but if there goes my what bid, I, will I guess. Say is, Never mind. What your concern kind of is. Once again, is that science is boring. Only one compound, and you, it is probably a hard process. Like that's not crazy. Couldn't you just centrifuge the air? <laughs> Man, what if like it's something analogous wow, to that? I love like, that sentence. Air has like fluid properties, so like but, I mean, just think about it. Like if you want to separate out individual components of something, you centrifuge it. No, that's why we have ACs in the U.S. Because if you actually let air sit too long in your house, it actually will separate into layers like oil and water. If you leave it too long, oh, and you got a that, nitrogen layer, you got a. Yeah, so when that happens, what you have to do is you have to like you have to basically um like put stilts on and walk around your house till it's fixed because yeah. the oxygen will be at the top and if you were too low yeah, to the ground you can actually the tell them there's a problem because the the shortest pierced person in your house okay will just start you joke about that only. but like you're actually supposed to put um carbon monoxide monitors at the height of the shortest person or animal's nose in the house because carbon monoxide is slightly heavier than oxygen and it'll sit on the floor exactly yeah, yeah. Actually that just reminds me of like when i bought this house and they were like talking about how you need to do a radon test and i thought about the fact that i just never thought about the fact of radon being a thing anybody cares about until that mm-hmm. moment oh it's a huge problem in houses too i'm pretty sure in georgia like, it's i really hope bad, you actually, actually did the test even though well, no no, no. yeah i definitely got it because you, you i think you have to it in the city of atlanta actually i'm just realizing oh. i don't think i ever did a radon test I yeah, it's pretty unlikely that it's a problem. It's just a really big one if it's a problem. problem but. Pro- well, but but I did do like the government down payment assistance, so I'm pretty sure that was probably covered in the house. Oh yeah, inspection. Yeah. Just, you know what? Yeah, it's like one of these things where I don't think it's like common. I think it's like the area where it happened, where they found it. The people were like, like you know, whatever the had radiation poisoning, effectively. Like, what does radon do? Shortness of breath. Cough, it's, pain, tightness, hoarseness, if, trouble. If swallowing. I recall correctly, it's just one of the like more radioactive, naturally occurring elements. I could I could be wrong, but that I think that's like literally what the name, and it's like, yeah. Uh, I saw one. Of those radon th- is a colorless, odorless gas, a radioactive byproduct of radium. It is part of the natural radioactive decay series. I just saw like a, a a recommended search that I thought was stupid, but apparently it's true. But the way it's worded is still very stupid. Which is it? It it just said, "Can I get rid of radon by opening my window?" Which sounds <laughs> really stupid. But then it, it does suggests, sound stupid when you think about it. You're like, oh yeah. Th- then it says this is actually a temporary solution for radon levels. <laughs> but the way it's worded is <laughs> yeah, so bad. Yeah, it's gas. Got to call Jared Harris in here so that he can provide me a solution. They could have fixed Chernobyl if they just opened the window. Yeah. yeah, that's what Jared Harris told the them to, to do. Ukraine, they could have. Jared Harris and the Skarsgård dad. What? In Chernobyl. Jared Harrison. In Chernobyl, Jared Jared Harris and Stellan Skarsgård were main characters. Who was the dad? Oh, of the, the show yes. that people that was on the television. Mm-hmm. Well, it says God, radon's God, God, not. God. Well, it wasn't actually... TV. It was HBO. It actually was on the television. Yeah, it was like a Netflix original. No, it was HBO. It wasn't TV. The day that I, the day that I remember, which thing is on which streaming service is never. Listen, if you guys were as into TV crit as I was, that would have been a great joke. It still kind of was it's like not a t- decent joke. It's not TV. Just, it's HBO. Come on, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, no. I thought no, but because of how things are these days, I actually did think you were maybe saying like eight, you meant like HBO streaming. Like no, unfortunately, no, I, I, HBO really fucked up your joke I, more than anybody else. I, I meant HBO's very old slogan. Very old slogan. Yeah, yes. like after you said it, I was like, oh shit, he means the slogan, <laughs> but it's too late to go back now. Like, like, hmm. if I could test mine for radon, how expensive would it be to have someone come test my home for uranium just to be totally safe? Just to, just because if there's any, I want it for myself to keep. You could make a hefty profit off of that. Well, Chris, there's actually a really good test uh, that you can do at home if there's your for if there's a, a bunch of uranium under your house, and it goes like this: Are you throwing up right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, currently I'm not. Like at this moment, all right. There's n- not a lot or any. Okay. <laughs> I, I actually think, How do you like, know that the bottom of my house exactly, isn't entirely lit? I think you would be too sick not to notice something. But, like, I wonder if you had a deposit of uranium under your house, would you think you were developing, like, a chronic illness and, and go to a bunch of doctors and mistakenly mm-hmm. not be able to identify it? Like, that could, that's probably happened to somebody. Or would I think that my house is on top of something very sinister? Oh, yeah, it's built on top of... Um, Pennywise, the, the clown. The tomb of... Yeah, the tomb of what'd you Pennywise say? Pennywise the clown. the clown. Oh, I thought you said the tomb of Bozo the clown. I was like, I, I don't know the significance of that clown. I thought <laughs> that was just a generic clown name. Sorry, I was just thinking about. God, I think I was thinking about. It, I think you should leave. Yeah, I was too actually. <laughs> well, I, I, I figured that this Bozo guy's for gonna jack is off. Like, is like Fido for dogs, you know. Bozo the Clown was a real clown, wasn't he? He, he was a real clown. I, I think there is a specific clown by that name, Bozo but clown. my clown expertise is just none. Look up Bozo dubbed over. No, Bozo the Clown was created. He's just a. He was just made up. Worlds. Oh, he had a show. Okay, he was a real clown. clown. Okay. Did you search "world's most powerful clown"? Yeah, but I. What's worse is that there's a result. Um, about Buffo, the world's strongest clown. <laughs> Buffo is a gentle giant weighing in at over 200 pounds. There's like lots of people that are over 200 pounds. But not, not all of them are clowns. Yeah, but like you could be like. But it's 200 six. pounds of funny, funny muscle. 200 funny pounds. Uh, with biceps bigger. It, this is actually verbatim from this man's website. Buffalo's a gentle giant weighing at over 200 pounds with biceps bigger than most men's thighs. He is a master juggler and juggles various items, including hatchets, meat cleavers, fire, and chainsaws, as long as they are not turned on. Oh, interesting caveat right there, but okay. Yeah. Honestly, you got to be pretty strong to juggle chainsaws, probably. Because how much is a chainsaw? Like 20 pounds, 30 pounds? It can be like 40 pounds sometimes, depending on yeah, it. Yeah, I've never held one. I don't know. I didn't even think of them as outside of like movies about people being murdered in ugly ways <laughs> until uh, until Chris, one of you, it was one of the two of you, I think, so, like we're talking about your parents needing a chainsaw for house chores, like for like, like house landscaping. I need a chainsaw like, now. I have a chainsaw for everyday use. Well, not like everyday use. But just for, like, for your use. yard, though. Yeah, because I got to like trim trees i gotta i actually have to cut down a few trees in my house now that's i i don't know if you just want to take a chainsaw to them and smaller they're not they're not giant trees they're like oh, oh smaller oh. trees but they have I, very mm. bad berries and learn wait does there's not a know google maps berries. location for buffalo the clown yeah it's in it's near pittsburgh 
It's near Pittsburgh between Harmony and Zelienope. Here's a five-star Google review. With six reviews, too. That's like, like the Buffo did not just review himself here. He had his mom and brother also review him and he get some friends. <laughs> his girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend, B- Buffa, <laughs> the world's second strongest clown. <laughs> She's also really strong in a clown. No, I, his, <laughs> I was just going to say his girlfriend is the world's strongest Harley Quinn cosplayer, but which, which is, I, hate, I hate myself for even thinking. I, I hate you no, 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 so no, no, much no. right now. I bet you, because a lot of people, you know, like get really fit for cosplay. I bet you there are some very strong Harley Quinn cosplayers. Oh, I'm like, sure. I, there has to be a Harley Quinn cosplayer that, you know, that deadlifts like, like, like 350. So should we guess this fact? Yeah, definitely go ahead. I'm really getting off the rails here. Well, let me try to remember what it was. It was the, they're, they're, this, they're carbonating yeah, yeah. water yeah. by sucking CO2 out the air. I, mean, I would believe that a startup would say that they were doing this. Yeah, that's where I For think sure. I'm landing. I, yeah. If this is a thing, we should talk right after we finish recording. TM, 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 TM. We should do this. Wait, wait, wait. But you're, when you say, I would believe that a startup would claim you're doing this, you're saying you would, be, you, but you wouldn't believe they actually would? No, let me put it. I, I believe that there is a startup out there that is trying to do this. Not okay. that they actually would. I, I believe this is the kind of thing that a startup would say to get okay, funded. Yes. But I do want to give you like, that. Fuck it and figure it out later. That their, that their test plant is a big company that like wouldn't just be like, sure, I guess, like mm. necessarily. Like they, I, they still pitched this go to true. a big company successfully. I'll still go You're going, true. I'm still going true. You're both going true? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, nice. It's not, the effect isn't super significant, but... Uh, yeah, there is. I when I said, "Oh, I can't find the country," I was actually scrolling an article up and down. Uh, it is Valser water, and and that is a Coke product sold in. Yeah, it's it's a Swiss Alps like seltzer water mm. that Coca Cola company makes, and they are a company called Climeworks that's already capturing emissions. It's just sucking CO two out of the air and putting it in the carbonated water, which I I just I, yeah, it's cool. I, I figured, you know, it's bad. Too much carbon's in the air. But doesn't it just it end back up back out? in the and air? Apparently the answer is uh, yes. Does it just end up back in the air? So actually, it's funny you ask. The original fact that I was trying to find information about but decided it wasn't that interesting was how much CO2 atmospherically does soda drinking contribute? It that turns out the fun. answer is like not a significant amount, but more than you would think. Mm. It's it's only it's about one uh one fifty thousandth of like gasoline burning. That's actually which less is like than I kind thought. of a lot when you think about. I it. I think that's less than I would have thought. It's kind of, of, a lot of all the gas way, everybody but... burns in the whole world, just but... the leftover soda bubbles. Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah? I, th- I would have thought it'd be more than that. Uh, well, John might have been about to say, but people drink a shitload of soda, and he's he's right. I'm just thinking about yeah. like how much how much did we ruin the environment that time that McDonald's made all drinks, no matter what size they were, one dollar. Did that happen? Yeah, it did. It did happen. You know, you know what's funny is like you look at the difference. I mean, the fact of the matter is they sold a lot more carbonated water than syrup because they never changed the syrup. So. Oh, and the other thing is you, you look at McDonald's drinks. It's like. Whatever it is now, the large and medium are like 15 cents apart because they know that shit is basically free. It's where they make the profit, though. 
If we're going to make a profit, we should go to them's the ads. I hear people and they're having lots of fun. So I have been reading a lot of books this year. And I'm always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, we we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash ppn. Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for Good Horses, Bad Plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life. Hey everyone, just wanted to give a, a courtesy content warning uh, before the next fact. Uh, it's a discussion of terms that were used for menstruation, but there is no discussion of the actual act or what it entails or the bodily process, any of that. Just different terms for it and when they came up in media. Uh, if you're not comfortable or into that, uh, feel free to skip to 5555, which is when we do the listener fact. Thanks. Okay, here is my fact, which is very interesting, I think, to talk, to, to, to discuss. And it is that uh, Courtney Cox was the first person to ever say the word period on television instead of menstruation. Oh, okay. Obvious first question. In the context of the human huh. biological process or any context including punctuation. No, no. It, I'm, it, I'm it, sure just instead of instead of the instead of menstruation. Huh? That is correct. Okay, yes, okay. that is my fact. Courtney Cox was okay. the first person to ever say that on television. Huh. Was it in an episode of a show? No. Uh, so it wasn't like it was it was like in a in an interview, not on Friends or something? It could I'll tell you it's not on Friends. But I won't give you any more than that. Hmm. But it was Courtney Cox. I've been watching a lot of Outlander lately. Which is not a shameful thing. It's actually a great show. But they refer to it as Flux on there. And I've heard people refer to it as Menses or... Hmm. Flux? Really? Yeah. Huh. I I legitimately thought you were referring to something else because I was like that just doesn't sound like a word that would huh. Well, um, apparently it was called the, the the flux or something. Uh let's see Game of Thrones they call it moon blood. Oh yeah, that's a very Game of Thrones term too. Like Mhm. I was like That's like a term that you would use if it was involved in some sort of ritual which it in Game of Thrones I could believe. 
Hmm. Um, I was watching man, the IT uh, crowd the other day, and they called it on. They had a whole episode where they called it Aunt Irma instead. Hmm. There's, I, what word do you think has the most common euphemisms, like recognizable, broadly recognizable euphemisms? I mean, because I don't think it's that. It it could be this one, but I also just think it could be all the genitals. I mean, sexual intercourse, generally. Or, too, oh, you yeah. think or it's death? The act. Okay, death that's itself? probably right. Yeah, I think he might be right. Mm. I don't really know where to take that without getting, without without getting like, it's not even. No, I don't want to get blue. Like that's kind of part of the joke here. But there's like, there's like, like an implied line. There's like <laughs> blue, and then there's like. Navy blue, like, we, I, like I'm not going navy. Blue We've gotten pretty blue before. Yeah. We did an entire, an entire like 15 minutes on gorilla dicks before, and then we that did an like entire 10 minutes on barnacles. Or first episode when I was still feeling it out, and these days I trust the the judgment call of what we say that gets edited out, and which is not really that much. But In the words of Joel Embiid, you trust the process. I'm the process. Do I trust the process? <laughs> and in this case, the process is me. I, I'm um, the process. Is uh, subverting weird Puritan norms <laughs> on live TV, or maybe not live TV, actually, just TV. This seems, because it does feel like celebrities, like people of importance, do, like, push social norms sometimes. In fact, I'm thinking of, like, how the first, was it the first interracial kiss on TV was on Star, Star Trek. Trek? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, that's like, true. It was Kirk and Uhura, yeah. Yeah, exactly, which, honestly, uh, is from the perspective of like the universe of Star Trek is like it's weird, even though it's like which is kind of a weird reverse thing. I'm like knowing about Star Trek, those two characters. I guess in the '60s they would have made them horny. Nowadays it would be like too cheesy. Hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. Because. Uh, but maybe also I take into account the years Courtney Cox was active. And then this is 90s. Then ask yourself, is that too late? And that's kind of my argument. I feel like you would have heard it before on maybe like Murphy Brown or something like that. Or like 70s, 80s would have happened already. Like the Golden uh, Girls was on in the 80s, you know? Uh, there has to be something. All right. I don't know if this is too blue, but <laughs> the Golden Girls were kind of old. So why would it get? Yeah, no, 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 no. It would have been post menopause. No, no, been... no, no. That's but I'm sure true. they would have discussed menopause. So maybe. Huh. No, but but now here's the conundrum. Now I'm going in my head. Have I seen a movie from like 1983 where they say period instead of any other like term? Like I, maybe I have, but I'm not going to remember that fucking bit of dialogue. I can't think of a famous bit of dialogue that would like I have no way to test this even though I could. I think it was typically figure. a visual thing when there was a character that menstruates that well, you can't, had it, that, right? They would do it. No, no, no. Like they would, they would visually get across what has occurred in the story. Oh, oh, oh! I was like, you can't just. Why would you even incorporate that into like a in TV Carrie? Episode? It's it's very Visual. obvious what has happened, but it's only like yeah, yeah, yeah. a thing that is happening. It's not like uh, talked about. Yeah, mm. no, because you know what it would be. I think actually a place that it would come up a lot would be like there were a lot of kind of like family sitcoms where the kid has like a kid like puberty moment and they like help them through like it, that feels like, you know, kind of like where that would naturally arise conversationally. But it's just like, I guess the, the thing is, I don't know how taboo of a term that would have been. 
prior to the 80s or 90s just due to not being alive on the earth yet. Mm-hmm. This is a surprisingly difficult one. I think standards and practices were on TV were still pretty weird before the 90s. Like it was still yeah, like, it was still entirely broadcast and cable hadn't started opening up the um or, or I guess cable was just starting to open up the broader and more transgressive. You know? Like I feel like I feel like cable really like created a whole new fucking world. Right like when was the famous, what is the famous George Carlin, like the words you can't say on TV? Like when, when was that? Cause at that point, clearly there were still lots of words you couldn't say on TV. When, what happened? What's the question? That famous routine of, of George Carlin's. Oh, that was the seventies or six, sixties or probably the seventies. Even or the sixties or seventies. Cause I, I genuinely didn't know what year he, he did that. But um, I would say this is potentially true, but I just don't know if Courtney Cox would have been the first person to say it. Like maybe Dr. Yeah, Luke I also don't know if she. The seven words thing was like 1972. Sort of versus 1972 was the George Carlin thing. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah I feel like, I feel like, it's why like would that be the context that, that it was Courtney Cox? You know? No, no, it no, no. no. What, I'm, what I'm Ruth. saying is. It, that's, like, that makes oh, more sense to me. You're like, oh, we're, well, cable was only still opening up. And I'm like, yeah, before. Clearly, it must have been because of that George Carlin mm-hmm. bit existing. So I was like, I feel like those that sort of thing would run in parallel with this, but it it doesn't. So like, um, I'm I'm like leaning true enough. And if John's leaning false, I do love a good split vote. I'm I am leaning false. Okay, so you said false, and Gabe says true. Yep. I'm kind of into that. Gabe, quick question: Since you're gonna say true, just for a fun extra thing. What year do you think it would have been if you're saying true? I don't know. The problem is I don't know exactly when Courtney Cox was like most active on TV. I'll tell you, Friends was ninety three to two thousand three. Nineteen ninety three is when Friends started. Like that's like that's getting to the. I I think late eighties, early nineties would be a sensible time period. Not knowing, not tying it to the specific person, other than knowing that. That's not forever ago. Or sorry, ninety four. But whatever, same thing. Yeah, like if you said nineteen ninety three was the year, like she said it in an interview about like the first season of Friends or whatever, like that's <clears throat> that's believable. To okay, me. so those are your final answers: true for Gabe and false for John. Is that correct? Yep. This, How bad did I do? This is true. Mm. Now, what's fun about it is it was in nineteen eighty five. Really? Oh. It was almost a decade before Friends. Courtney Cox was the face of a Tampax commercial. So, oh. so it was, and like that an was the first time it was ever said on TV. If you refer to it colloquially with a word people actually use, it feels less stilted. Wow. Oh. In 1985, you can go find the commercial. She's like, it's really weird because she has like the 80, 80s short hair. And she's like in like the gym spandex mm. and stuff. It, it, it like doesn't look anything like you think of when you think of Courtney Cox. Like, Can you get your period by our thing? I mean, that's pretty much. What yeah, I mean, that's for, all yeah. the, that commercial is going to be like. There's really not much else you can say about that kind of thing. People know what they're in for. Um, but yeah, it was. It it took from seventy two to eighty five for it to be said on TV by anyone because it was like around the seventy two when it was 
it became okay to say. I think it was actually ba- one of the words that was not allowed to be said. Mm. Oh, oh, it actually was a word you can't say on TV. I don't, I don't think it's on that list. Yeah. Although I think, like, there. Yeah, the TV ban was lifted in 1972. It wasn't until 1985 that someone was able to say it, which huh. was Courtney Cox. Are there huh. still words you can't say on TV? Like, I assume no. Uh, yes. Well, you can't say the F word on. No, but that's. I it think depends you, what type of TV, right? You can't say. There are a lot of words you can't say on broadcast. You can technically get away with anything on cable, but most people don't. Yeah, you can get away. You, yeah, it's broadcast that has rules. Yeah, because that's yeah, the, na- that's the like people's cable, People at least, like, nothing too out there, but people say, like, fuck. Like, that's fine, it seems like. Not on not broadcast. On broadcast. No, not on broadcast, but on cable, it's, like, all the time now. Well, not, not so uh, much. Not so much. It has to be beeped before 10 p.m., I think. Well, no, really? no. Like that. No, not on cable. I don't think. I thought it did. Well, because... a lot. Okay, a lot of companies institute that rule for themselves, but because cable channels are privately owned and not regulated as, as much by the FCC, it's a little different. Um, this just feels so. For example, like that... Robert De Niro said "fuck him" about Donald Trump on. Uh, I think it was either. I think it was MSNBC. It was an award show. If you... No, well, I mean, he yeah. said that on an award show on broadcast TV and did get fined at a t- at the Tonys. But he said that oh. on cable news, and they were like, "Well, this is this is cable, so you're not going to get fined for that. You're okay." Real, I did not know that they actually fined him at that for that award. Well, show. I don't know if they actually did, but I would be very surprised if they didn't. So it says cable channels are not regulated by the FCC, but they are uh, accountable to advertisers, and that's why they usually, as the later it goes, exactly. So they don't have to it. legally, but they typically do. I like that it was Robert De Niro of all people, like announcing his dominance as the more powerful New York stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> They've probably been in a movie together too. Like he probably it's probably personal. Um, man, uh, do we have the? Uh, do we are we doing the listener section too? I guess the yeah, spreadsheet is already to blow I was up. just reading an article about it. How like scripted bleeping used to be frowned upon. Mm. Until recently. Like, even that implied too much? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just the thing I'm reading about how it was not super often that people did bleeping for a while until recently. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I was seeing if there's anything else interesting. They talk about how Ariana Grande got in trouble for lo- letting loose the, the S word by accident. Mm. Oh, yeah. She's been, people got mad at her because she, like, uh, the the I hate America thing and like that donut shop. The donut shop. Remember that? The donut shop was, was actually. People got so mad at her for that, but like, honestly, keep going, Queen. Do what you want. I mean, how old was she back then? Yeah, too? that was a long time. I mean, ago like twenty two, right? probably. Like, it's not. Like, I don't. I don't even think she was that old, was she? I don't know. That she's, was. How old is she now? She's like our age. Is she? No, she's, I think she's, she's a little like, younger than. She's us. well, a little younger than me, maybe. I don't know. I think she's our age in the sense that yeah, like our our age is she's like twenty seven. She is my age. She is literally yeah. She's my like twenty seven or twenty eight. So she's that was almost. She was barely twenty one, I think, when the donut thing happened. So uh, this was in twenty fifteen, in July. Oh, of she 20- was. So she was twenty one. So she was twenty one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's twenty seven. I guessed right. Look at that. Nice. Um. All right, I'll do a listener. Let's do it. Um, hmm. I'm gonna pick this one because I referenced the Great Lakes for a second. 
it says that the Great Lakes make up 21% of the world's fresh water. That's true. That's got to be true. Fresh water? Yeah, because most water is the fun ocean Superior. salt water that you're not supposed to drink. Superior is so I feel big. like it's true. I feel like that's probably true. It says give a slight summary, the Great Lakes, and then it lists them. I don't have to list them because I know them, obviously. And it says they're well known for being one of the largest freshwater ecosystems in the world. And then uh, they make up, well, this says they make up over one-fifth. That's the background of the fact as a positing that that would be mm. true. And then it says that the single largest body of freshwater is Lake Bay- Baikal. Baikal in mm. Russia. I don't know. I said it wrong. Baikal. Yeah. Lake Baikal. And they, yeah. say that, they say that lake holds 20%. Of the wow. Earth's freshwater as a true statement. So Holy shit. Wait. Do we think that the Great Lakes hold all all taken together of the freshwater? Yes, supply? I think so. All taken together is yeah, what I'm assuming here. It also has what their volume is, but I skipped it because it was in units. So. Jesus. Oh, so they're big like, lakes. They're big lakes. It would it would it would take you back to the dimension you came from. If well, said I skipped that. it because I don't like the unit. 22,600 kilometers cubed is a terrible Oh, that unit. is a terrible unit. Cuz like yeah, okay, okay, okay. Like... Let's let's do this. Let's 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 see if we can make it liters. Cuz okay. A th- oh my god, I am not converting units on this show. Are you joking me? All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Kilometers. It's like a lot. Okay. I mean, a lot water is big. Liters. So a milligram Cubed is a milliliter. No, okay. One right? cubic kilometer is one e to the twelfth liters. So, oh, I see the shit. problem. Actually, I guess that's the reason they use yeah, cubic that would make kilometer sense. because it's a gigantic number. This is why units are bad. Just say it's a lot of water. Just like say twenty percent of the water. Chris, yeah. you would really yeah, like that, those. That like... would be good. How big are the Great Lakes? Well, it's like twenty percent of the water. That's perfect <laughs> for me. I like that, actually, this is an idea. Instead of units, just express everything as a percentage of how much of that thing exists. Like Everything should be comparative. I agree. So, like, like if, we, if you're like, how many, instead of being like, hey, Chris, do you have a, a couple AA batteries for, like, the TV remote? Like, hey, Chris, do you have 0.000002% of the AA batteries for no, the remote just, here. just say, Chris, do you have enough AA batteries? Well, first of all, just saying a number of a thing is not a unit in the sense. That's a stupid way to speak. No, no, this. I'm not saying that okay, that okay, is okay. true. Unit what I'm talk. saying is further beyond unitlessness, we could move to quantitylessness. I'm saying instead of saying like 20 gallons, why don't you just say, Chris, I have about as much milk as you can fit in your van in the gas tank. That's perfect for me. I understand how much that is. Now, would the car go if you did? Oh no, Gabe. <laughs> okay, probably not. But I want to. I run on milk. I My car does any not. Combustible liquid. If you are stranded with that you much, you think milk's combustible, trunk, bud? It works. Do you but think milk you is combustible, bud? On the way back. Do you think milk is combustible? No, I don't. But okay. I don't. I I don't think it is. Because that's my guess from not knowing. I've never tried to set my milk on fire, so I don't know. It's not. I know it. No, milk definitely wouldn't explode. Although, can you imagine how much fun that would be? Uh, I mean, my my house would be a fire hazard. No, no, not spontaneously. I'm sure you could keep a canister of gas in your basement too. 
Oh, imagine fire hazard. <laughs> okay. John, Im- imagine if grills ran on like containered milk instead of propane. Instead of like what would you use on your grill? It was like I got goat's milk this time. Like, oh man, that'd Jesus be sick. Jesus Christ. I hate all of this. Isn't that what this a milkshake is, is? Oh yeah, this this has to be true though. Great I'm gonna say true too. It's a big lake, right? I haven't been there, but it looks pretty big. It says true. Hey. Well, this says the the only caveat to this is that ninety percent of all fresh water is thought to be trapped in the Arctic ice, but is not included in this because it is currently unavailable. <laughs> also, like, what does fresh mean? Like, I don't know that you could drink it. Fresh water is not salt water. Yeah. Right, right, that's what I mean. All it means is not salt, but for example, like there could be leeches in that shit. Well, that doesn't make it not fresh water. Make it not fresh water. No, I know. I'm just statistically, saying, I was like, there's leeches in a lot of fresh water. Sorry, I I asked myself a question in my head that I didn't do verbally because I thought it was such a natural question, which is, can you bend down and slurp out of the Great Lakes? I'm sure you might could. I, wait, one second, can safely, leech free. Let's see. I, I think you would know if you had a leech leech in your hand after you scooped yeah, some water. Yeah, I out. guess leech in this case. Can I'm more mean like I little drink like, um, the great you know bacteria and, and little amoebas and shit. Because yeah, leech would be the size <laughs> okay. of a small of like a baby carrot. I searched can I drink the Great Lakes. The first result is directions to the TGI Fridays on the Great Lakes. Anyway, moving on from that. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was autocorrecting to can I drink at the Great Lakes. God. It says Lake Superior is the cleanest of the Great Lakes, and pe- many people drink the water regularly. That's actually what the superiority is. It, That's it, it. That's it. I know that our friend who is from the area of the Great Lakes was complaining about missing Lake Michigan water in the, in the like, tap system. Better. But that's different when it's, like, your tap water, right? Yeah. That's a little different. I have heard tap water quality varies noticeably. I just haven't really noticed it myself. It's also supposedly why, you, why we can't get real New York pizza anywhere other than New York because of the... The, the water. Because the water is a lot harder there, right? That sounds yeah. like horse shit. No, I would think it'd be true because we have pretty soft water here. Or is it the opposite? I don't... I think it's I think it's pretty hard up there because I think it's is like very limestone. Atlanta water soft or hard? I, I know it's a term, but okay. We are... Okay, Atlanta has very soft water. Hmm. New York water hardness. And of course, there's a unit for this. Okay, New York's water is three times harder than Atlanta's. Huh. Hardness. But, but it's considered, theirs is considered, still considered soft to moderately hard. Who's got the, who has <laughs> the hardest you, water? You're thinking what I'm typing right now. <laughs> you're there, you're showering somewhere and just like fully formed bricks come out of the shower head. Who has the hardest water? Las Vegas. Oh, I yeah, I thought about that because when I the water in Vegas was kind of weird to me. Mm. Yeah, the Ve- yeah, and I remember Arizona too in Phoenix. I thought the water was kind of weird. It's basically like a lot of places that are, I think, west or like Florida have very hard water. Florida's water is very hard and not tasty at all. And then it says Chicago also has very hard water. Huh. Okay. Anyway, um. Well, we're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. There's a lot of other shows on here that don't delve into how hard or soft water is as a topic they think is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And they certainly don't f- figure out which water is the hardest. Um, uh, like, which water's mixtape was the most fire? Pocketpodcastnetwork.com. I'll shout out uh, Sorted, who tweeted specifically earlier today 
that they sorted SpongeBob into a Harry Potter house. They called him something else and then realized they had to call him SpongeBob so it would show up on Google searches, <laughs> which is which is totally understandable. Oh. I are Isn't music... the hardest water ice? What is the hardest water ice? Yeah. God. And could you freeze hard water to make hard ice? What if Mike's hard lemonade is just lemonade made with water <laughs> from <laughs> Las Vegas? Then what is Mike's harder lemonade? Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's the comment. We got to find that's... out. What, what, what's the harder water? There's hard water, harder water. Well, no, Mike's harder lemonade is the one they actually put alcohol in. Everybody thinks the alcohol is in Mike's hard that's, lemonade, that's but that's just, a, that's just a myth. <laughs> they just made lemonade with hard God, water. God, this is... <laughs> Our, our music hey, is by James so Hunter salty. USA, now going by New Weirdos. It's never far. You can find it anywhere that you get your music. Never hard. I really want to submit that that Mike's Hard Lemonade joke is one of my best jokes on this it, show it, ever. It, it, it truly <laughs> is. It truly water, is, but the yeah. show needs to end. That's pretty good. <laughs> I just don't want it to. I just want to keep reliving a Mike's Hard Lemonade joke for the rest Enjoy. of my life. So I, ne- I never thought Chris would be the one making us go too long. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Anyway. It means you usually, uh, you usually keep a better eye on the time. You're usually the one who point. watches the clock. Um, yeah, make sure you, uh, you know, subscribe, rate it, share it with friends, all that good stuff. Yes. And uh, until next time, I'm Chris. I'm Gabe. I'm John. Don't believe everything you hear. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.